It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 KXDS Santa Clara. DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics. Welcome to the Radio Dixie 91.3 pregame show being brought to you by Ken Garth's Portland Lincoln dealership here in St. George, Utah. Tonight is Rivalry Week again, part two. Last week, the Trailblazers went up against an old foe in the envelopes of Grand Canyon on our own four and lost back-to-back this week. An old rival are the Lancers of California Baptist, where the Trailblazers will be playing tonight. The Trailblazers walk in today four and seven, riding a six-game losing streak. But some good things to take away from last week, we saw the revival of Hunter Schofield and the offense he brings with 23 points in game one against the Antelopes of Grand Canyon. We also saw the emergence of Cameron Gooden officially taking the mantle as the point guard of the future for the Trailblazers with averaging more than 15 points and six assists. Meanwhile, the Lancers of California Baptist, they're riding a four-game win streak, including two wins over Tarleton State over San Diego Christian and one win over Long Beach State. Hello, everyone. I'm Martin Kelly alongside my best friend and broadcast partner tonight, Jacob Zimmerman. Jacob, it's good to have you back in the studio, brother. What is up, Martin? I'm on the mic for another game here on Radio Dixie 91.3 for Dixie State Basketball. I'm excited for this one. Going up against Cal Baptist. Couldn't be more pumped for this. Haven't done a game in a few weeks, but I'm back ready to call some action for you, Martin. Awesome, man. Look, we're looking at an old PacWest rival in this Dixie State, California Baptist. They used to be old PacWest rivals in the Division II era. Dixie State walks into this 10 and 6 overall. On the away side, they are 3 and 4 on that margin. The last game against these guys, Dixie State won 66 to 64 in Riverside, California. Last five games between these guys have gone split. Five for five. We're going to have just an old classic rival game between these two, aren't we, James? James, Aren't we, Jacob? I'm hoping. I've heard. I'm not too sure about this. I've heard Dixie is favored to lose by about eight or nine points. So I'm really hoping we can pull off the upset here. It's been about two years since we've played Cal Baptist. We're up now in Division One. We've got better competition on our side. Can't wait to see what Dixie State can do today. Let's look at the last week's game. They lost pretty big, shall we say. It was not a good shooting night. They lost 81-46 no. to 46 against Grand Kane in the Burns Arena. The game before that, they won 77-74, to 74, though, in that one. These, the last two games for Dixie State has gone completely the same as the other two games against University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. They lost a big game, but they won, and they kind of fought in the last game. What did Dixie State just, what did they do wrong in the last game against Grand Kane? They just couldn't get it together, man. I mean, they they were really close in that first game. And it was a lot of a lot of hype going into that second game. You know, you only lost by three in the first head-to-head matchup. You get in the next day, and then you just completely leg an egg. You lose by about 30 points. Just everywhere across the board, everyone in the box score, not a specific thing I can say to where Dixie State did wrong. You just need to start from scratch, get a whole 
new game plan for this team and just go out and execute it. We're looking at Dixie State here, four and seven overall, one and four in conference play. They're three and three on their own home court, but they're one and four on the road. Last two road games, Portis did not go well. It was the two losses to Grand King, excuse me, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. What does Dixie State have to do to get back in the win column on the road? Dixie State back in the win column at the road. I'm going to dive into my keys to the game for this one. First one right off the bat, free throw shooting, guys. I've said it every time I've done a game. Dixie is 63% from the line. That's just not going to cut it as a team. If you're shooting 63% as a player, you're considered a poor free throw shooter. I'm just calling it what it is. They're 138 for 219 total on the season from the free throw line. Got to improve from the charity stripe. Second key to the game, rebounds, baby. They have a minus 4.9 rebound margin. Now, over a season, that's that's pretty big. Dixie's only averaging 35.4 rebounds, giving up 40.3. Guys like Schofield at 4.8 and Nichols at 6.0 lead our team. Now, we don't have a very tall team, but I'm hoping that these numbers from these two guys, as well as the rest of the roster, can improve on the rebounding margin. And for the last and final key to the game, I'm going to zoom in on on a specific player this time. I'm going to go with Cam Gooden. He's kind of asserted himself as the number one option, the number one ball handler on offense, kind of replacing Jack Pagenkoff, trying to make up for his efficiency last year. And so speaking of efficiency, that's what I'm talking about with Cam Gooden. He's shooting 40.5% from the field this year. I think he can do even better than that. The team kind of goes as he goes the games that they do really well in, Cam shoots efficient from the field. He's a good three-point shooter. He's a good free-throw shooter. But if he can hit those shots from the field, Dixie State will pull away with a win. All right, let's look over to the Lancers of California Baptist here. They're on a four-game win streak. That includes two wins over Tarleton State. Again, one win over San Diego Christian and one win over Long Beach State. What are you seeing from the Lancers that they've been doing so well in these last four games? Let's pull up that schedule, Martin, so we can check it out. Ah, uh, yeah, why not? Oh, no, I'm sorry, my bad. You're, like, looking at me like, what are you doing, bud? Anyway, I'm uh, sorry about that, people. Um, for the stats, the leading scorer for Cal Baptist, that's Ty Roll. He's putting up almost 15 points a game. Just right behind him is Reed Nottage at 14.2. They've got two other guys at 13.5 points per game. That's Trey Armstrong. And Gorjak Gok, this team has got a lot of scores at the top, at the top of their roster. All right, well, we'll use that. We'll use that right there. Apologies about that. That was kind of like a silent like moment there. We're gonna take a quick two-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie One Point Three. When we return, starting lineups. We'll give you the tip off here, and right now on, we'll give you all of that here on Radio Dixie Ninety-One Point Three. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3 here. Brought, being brought to you by the King Guard Four Lincoln dealership here in St. George, Utah. We appreciate their sponsorship here at Radio Dixie 91.3. Let's give you the starting lineups here real quick. Jacob, 
if you got the starting line, actually, I got it right here. My apologies about that. Tip-off gets started here. We'll give you the starting lineups here. First, first at point guard, at starting five for California Baptist will be at point guard, will be Reed Nottage, sophomore 6'6", 215 out of Sydney, Australia. Then behind him, Trey Armstrong, sophomore 6'5", out of Bernie, Tasmania. Went to Marist Region College. And then, followed by that, will be Tyrell, Ty Rowell, Redshirt Jr., 6'2", 190 at a long league. Well, British Columbia, Canada, went to Walnut Grove High School. And then we'll be, after that, will be Elijah, Elijah Thomas. Apologies, Elijah Thomas, graduate 6'5", out of Peora, Arizona, and came out of St. Mary's, and then Gorjak Gok, the center graduate, 6'11", 235, Sydney, Australia, out of Florida. That's your starting lineup for the California Baptist Lancers. Give you the starting lineup here for Dixie State. It is Cameron Gooden at the point guard position, Dacey Youngblood at the shooting guard position, Frank Stain at the small forward, Hunter Schofield, and then Jared Green, coached by John Juggins, 630 wins in his career. Congratulations to the coach here. As we get this game started off, Cameron Gooden is going to get the ball and now give it back off. Gooden is going to dribble up, hands it off to Green. Green going to pop up from the free throw line. No, gives it off to Frank Stain. Screen there. Stain, pop up. Good. Nice dribble pop by Stain right from the elbow. Got it to go. Rowell will handle the ball here for the Lancers. We'll bring it up half court, being guarded by Cameron Goonan. Rowell looks over to Nottis. Nottis feeds it into Gok. Gok being guarded by Jared Green. Gok trying to back down in the paint, trying to back down. Shoots a little sky hook. Goes down for four here. 18 20 left to go here in this one. That ball hung on the rim for a few seconds there. Finally got it to drop. A little cream on Dujabar skyhook style shot right there. His young blood is going to get the ball on the left side here. Gets a screen by Jerry Green. Feeds it back over to Schofield. Right side of the three. Now back over to Stain. Feeds it back over to Schofield. Off the glass. No, no good there. But Schofield tried to come up with a rebound. No, Lance is going to come up with it. Roel going to bring it down here for the Lancers. Being guarded. Now feeds over back over to Nottis. Nottis trying to feed in the Gok. No, he's going to turn the ball over. Green gives it back over to Gooden. Right side of the three-point line now. Gooden trying to dive in there. Trying to go in. No, gives it back over to Youngblood. Back over to Green. Back over to Schofield. Schofield thought about a three. No. Gives it back over to Gooden. Gooden. Left side. Gives it over to Stain. Tries to feed it over to Schofield. And it's going to go right out of bounds. Stain had the right idea there on that entry pass. If Skulkfield could have held him off a little bit longer, it would have got in there, but the defender tipped it away. 4-4, 17-34 left to go here in the first half. Gooden trying to inbound it here, feeds it over to Youngblood. Youngblood trying to feed it into Green, but Gok is putting all the pressure on him, but Green's going to get the ball anyway. Pulls up a little jumper, and it's good. 6-4 here for Dixie State, 17-20 left to go. Roel being guarded by Stain. I was guarding by Gooden again. Feeds over to Gok. Gok, right side. Feeds it back over to Roel. Double team. Roel feeds it back out. Feeds over to Nottis. Nottis for a three, and that's good. First lead here for California Baptist. You can't let guys that wide open from three if you're Dixie State. 7-6, under 17 minutes left to go. Staying now on the left side. Gets a little screen there. Doesn't take it. Gives it back over to Gooden, who feeds it back over to Green. Being guarded by Gok again. Over to Schofield. Left side, mid-range shot. No. Rebound there by the Lancers. Thomas is going to bring it up. Now feeds it over to Nottage. Nottage is going to try to drive over Schofield. Little hook shot. No, got blocked by Hunter Schofield. Cameron Gooner is going to bring it down. Got Youngblood on the side. No, it takes it himself and puts it off the glass. 
8-7. That's what Dixie State needs. Turn a block into a fast break layup. Convert defense to offense. 16-20 left to go here in the first half. 8-7 is the lead here for Dixie State. Rowell feeds it over to Thomas. Thomas gets a little screener by God. Doesn't take it. Goes right by Schofield. No, no good. Left it off the rim. Schofield came with a rebound. Gave it off to Gooden. Gooden splits the defense all the way to the bucket. Off the glass and it's good again. 10-7 for the Trailblazers here as they lead three by three over the Lancers. Gooden heard my key to the game. Thomas, shot, no good. Rebound there by Dixie State. Stain gives off to Gooden. I think Dixie State was really listening to you. They're already rebounding early in this one and shooting the ball efficient. Gooden's going to pop up a three, no good. Ooh. Rebounded there by the Lancers. Just in and out on the pull-up three. Rowell. Goes around, goes around, feeds off to Armstrong, feeds over to Thomas. Left side three, a little wonky shot, but he goes down. 10-10 is the time. What does four matter if it goes in, Martin? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 15-20 left to go here in the first half. Schofield over to Stain. Stain going to try to drive in the middle of the court. No, tries to go back left side. Gives it off to Schofield. Back over to Green. Top of the key inside of the three-point line. It's good. Jared Green with a good shot there. 12-10 is the lead for the Trailblazers. I think you know you got it going when you're hitting a couple deep mid-range shots in a row. Under 15 minutes left to go. Roll out. Deep three. No off the rim. Rebounded there by Schofield. Feeds it over to Gooden right side. Roel versus Gooden. That's going to be the match we're going to be looking all night tonight. Youngblood feeds over to Schofield. Back over to Gooden. And look who's there. Roel. Roel and Thomas double-team Gooden. Gooden looking around. Feeds it back over to Youngblood. Youngblood trying to get around. Armstrong shoots up a little jump hook. No good. Rebounded there by the Lancers. Rowell going to split it. Gives off to Armstrong. Deep three. No. Rolls in and out yet again. Gooding is going to come over with that rebound. Subs are coming over to the boards. Fees over to Stain. Right side three. No off the board. Green was trying to come over with that rebound there, and Gok got it. I'll tell you what. Gok and Thomas are extremely athletic for this California Baptist team. Rowell feeds it back over to Gorjak Gok. Transfer from Florida. Gok is going to get a foul there, and Green is going to swallow that one. It'll be his first. We have reached the under-15-minute media timeout. We're going to take you here on Radio Dixie 90.3. 12-10 is the lead here for the Trailblazers over the Lancers here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. As we're getting underway here, just after the 14-minute mark here in Radio Dixie 91.3, Dixie State has a lead of 12 to 10 over the Lancers here early in this one. Jacob, what, what have we seen from the Trailblazers with this hot start? Well, we've seen both teams get off to a hot start from the field. Already in double digits. We're only five minutes into this one. I can't remember Dixie State getting off to a hotter start than this. We're looking good. I say so well. We're shooting 6 of 11 from the field. 0-2 behind the three-point line, but nonetheless, six assists, six rebounds, and two turnovers. I say we're playing pretty good. The real difference is that CBU has hit a few threes. 
That is the difference in this one. Trent already substitutions in for this one on the floor. It'll be Mark Cabrone, Carbone for the Lancers. Also will be, uh, apologies about this, trying to find all there. Malik Wade, the forward freshman 6'8", out of Santos, Brazil. Carbone is out of Westfield, Connecticut. Also with him will be a couple of other players on the floor. For Dixie State, Jacob Nichols checked into the game. Isaiah Pope checked into the game as well for the for the Trailblazers. Here's we get back to action. And I'm trying to catch up here. Roel's going to bring down for the Lancers here. Roel going to feed it over, back over, shoots the three, goes down, trying to find out who that was. That was number five, Renanich, and it's 13-12, it's the lead here for the Lancers. Gooden, right side, no, backs out, gives it back over to Schofield. Schofield going to try to back in off the glass. It's good, 14-13. Nonetheless, Dixie State has the lead again. 14-13, 13-10 left to go here in the first half still. Dixie State staying with the Lancers. Roel being guarded by Gooden. Going to talk about this matchup all night. Feeds over to Armstrong. Armstrong guarding, guarding, excuse me, guiding the offense. Feeds it over to... Nottis, Nottis feeds it back over. Feeds it over to Carbone. Carbone feeds it back over to Rowell. D3, no, off the glass. Rebounded there by Hunter Schofield. Gooden's now going to bring it up. I'll tell you what, if Rowell can hit those deep threes, it'll take the heart out of Dixie State's D. Gooden kicks it out immediately to Isaiah Pulp. Pulp all the way to the bucket. It's good off the glass. 16-13, 12-30 left to go in the first half. Several mid-range, several shots in the paint. Got to like the shot selection so far for Judkins' squad. Carbone feeds it over to number 21 is Malik Wade. Armstrong all the way to the bucket, off the glass. It's good. Easy layup there. 16-15, 12-11 to go left in the first half. Gooding will bring it down yet again. Feeds it over to Schofield. Schofield feeds it over to Isaiah Pope. Pope try to feed it over. No, feed it over to Nichols. Shot the three. No, off the glass. Rebound there by Wade. Wade faded over to Rowell for the Lancers. 16-15, 11.50 left to go. Jared Green and Andre Molivia at the scorer's table. Rowell, little layup, it's good. 17-16, the Lancers take the lead again. We're just trading blows. Grab your popcorn, folks. This is going to be a good one. Gooden feeds over to Nichols. Nichols back over to Stain, back over to Gooden, gets a screen there. Gooden all the way to the bucket. No, feeds it over to Nichols, back over to Stain, top of the key. No, Nichols comes back up with it. Back over to Pope, back over to Nichols. A little bit of a scramble. Pope almost lost it, still has it. Trying to go around, off the glass. No, Stain with the rebound, it's good. And all of that chaos, Dixie State gets a bucket. 18-17, 11 minutes left to go in the first. Nottage feeds over to Wade. Wade feeds it back over to Carbone. Carbone, three, shot, fouled, and the shot didn't go down, but he'll make he'll attempt three free throws. That is a tough foul to give up a foul on a three-point shot right after the screen. You're just trying to chase your guy, but when he pulls up like that, you run right into him. It's going to be foul almost every time. Timeout on the floor. We'll keep it right here between you and me, Jacob. Let's talk a little early here. Let's look at some of the stats here between Cal Baptist and Dixie State. Already tra already trading the lead back and forth between each other. The largest lead for Dixie State was three. And the largest lead for Cal Baptist was two. These two teams are not letting each other get away. No, sir. Everyone's right on the edge of their seats. And speaking of that, I've seen about four or five of 
Cal Baptist's coach standing up on the sideline mid-game. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that. They're all in the faces of the Dixie State players. I think they're trying to, are trying a new tactic. They're going to use the coaches and the players to defend everybody to they're make sure. To, they're trying to block the cameras. Hey, That's what they're trying what can, to do. What, you know what? Any strategy is a good strategy. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It's an old saying in racing. Oh, are you an Astros fan? Hey, ah. man. You know what? Listen, you want to talk about the Astros? They only won world. They only won one championship in three years. How good of cheaters are they if they only won one in three years? And we all know it's not just the Astros doing it. Yeah. On top of that, if you want to bring that up, in the last World Series they were in, they didn't win any home games at home. Every win on that World Series against the Nationals was on the road. Every road team won that game. Well, it's more sneaky than doing the pine tar on the neck. So That's true. Nonetheless, Dixie State has looked good here in this first part of the game. 18-18 is the lead here for these guys, but... I mean, what, there's there's not much to say about Dixie State, is there? They're just playing good hardball today. No, I'm looking for stuff to fizzle out in the stat sheet, but we're playing well. I mean, you could you could nitpick the rebounds a little bit. We're giving up. Cal Baptist has got six, but we have nine. We're out rebounding them. I know I've just seen their seven footer, Gorzak Gok. He sticks out, man. It looks like he's grabbing more rebounds than he actually is. Gok has three rebounds in this one. Dixie State's got to get better at the three-point shooting. Yet again, struggles at that spot for them. They're 0-4 on the night. As we get back to action here between the Lancers and the Trailblazers, again, Mark Carbone, guard graduate, 6-2 out of Westerfield, Connecticut, out of the new University of New Hampshire. is going to go to the line here for the Lancers. 18-17 is the lead here for Dixie State. 10-54 left to go, and Carbone knocks down the first one. I believe these are our first free throws of the game, correct? I believe so. Guys get a catch to, chance to catch their breath almost a quarter through the way of this ball game. Second one goes down, 19-18. He has three attempts here. It was a foul behind the three-point line. He knocks down all of them. Andre Malibia and Jared Green check into the game here for the Trailblazers. Good is going to bring it down half court, talking to John Junkins and calling out the signals. Jacob Nichols, Isaiah Pope, Cameron Gooden, Andre Molivia, and Jerry Green all on the floor for the Trailblazers. Lancers showing a 2-3 zone here. Bolivia, three-pointer, right side, no. Pope's going to come over that hard rebound, keeps it, gives it back over to Bolivia. Bolivia feeds it back over to Pope, back over to Gooden, left side, double team, now feeds it over to Gooden, excuse me, over to Green, and Green got a call for a travel. Interesting call there. Gorgjot Gok, transferred from the University of Florida, wonders what he did so wrong to go from the University of Florida to California Baptist. Wants more playing time. Probably Simple true. As that. Thomas thought about feeding it to Rowell, but Gooden's is going to knock it out of bounds, and the ball is going to be inbounded on the side. I'll tell you what. Malibia, no, Molibia. Molibia. Can't say his name right. Molibia is in the game. He's played more and more the past few games. He's came in and been a good role player for the squad. Gorzak Gok with a dunk there, 22 to 18. The lead is up to four. Largest lead of the night here for the Lancers, and Andre Molivius trying to play his heart out. I know that one. Jacob Nichols, a little sky underhand, not good. I believe Gorzak Gok's going to call for the foul. Yes, he will. And Jacob Nichols is going to go to the free throw line. Dixie State, a chance to answer back at the line. Try to subtract from that deficit. They're down four early into this one. Nichols knocks down the first. Nichols is 58% on the season. 
from the free throw line. 30 of 51, make it 31 of 52. Earlier before the broadcast, I was joking with you that Nichols might be a better three-point shooter than he is a free throw shooter. He's shooting incredibly from three, shooting 44% and 49% on the field. Probably our most efficient player for Dixie State. He'll knock down the second, two for two, make it 32 of 53 on the stat sheet. That will increase his percentage above 60%. Rowell being guarded by Youngblood. Thomas is going to bring it down. Now he runs into almost a double team there. Dixie State says, you're going to throw a 2-3 zone at us? We'll throw a 2-3 zone right back at you. Rowell being guarded by Pope. Now feeds it over to number 35, checked into the game. Tejon Sawyer, the freshman out of San Francisco, California, at a sales scene. Prep 68270. Gets his shot blocked there by Jacob Nichols. Molivia is going to come up with a rebound. Feeds over to Youngblood. Youngblood back over to Molivia. Back over to Green. Excuse me. Back over to Nichols. Back over to Molivia. Back over to Youngblood. Back over to Pope. No, no good there. Green try to come up with that one, and there's Whoa. a scuffle at the end of it as they run into one of the sideline boards. Whatever you call those things. Mark Carbone and Jerry Green wrestling amongst each other for the ball to try to kick it back into play. You love to see the hustle. Guys are not afraid to dive out of bounds. Glad there's not any stands there, or else that would have been painful. Kind of looking like... You know, Dennis Rodman back in his highlight days where he would just run into fans just trying to get a ball back into play, doing whatever he can. Youngblood trying to fight off against his 2-3 zone. Youngblood trying to scuffle the middle of the field. No, gets it over to Molivia. Molivia trying to fight through it. Gives it over to Nichols. Back over to Molivia. They play hot potato with the ball. Molivia left side three. No off the rim. Rebounded there by Rowell. Rowell is going to bring it down for the Lancers. Rowell gets a little screen there by Gock. Doesn't take it. Now does. Being guarded by Jerry Green. Now feeds it back over to Nottage. Now feeds it back over to Carbone. Back over to Thomas. Thomas trying to split the middle of the court. Feeds it back over to Gock. Gock off the glass. It's good. 24-20. 8.30 left to go here in the first half. That's just your classic pick and roll. If you run it effectively, it's almost impossible to guard. Pope feeds it over to Green. Green being double team. Green, little shot up. No, rolls in and out. Thomas is going to come up with a rebound for the Lancers. 8.15 left to go here in the first half. Thomas feeds Nichols, and it's called a charge, and the ball is going to go back over to the Trailblazers. Nichols has played awesome on the defensive side of the basketball so far. I think he's got two blocks and then that charge. Like I said, when you and I were just talking off air, he reminds me of so much of Deion. Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors. Just plays hard, plays scrappy. He's going to fight for all those tough minutes that you need to collect. A Draymond who can shoot. Nichols. He's over to Molivia. Right side three. Now back over to Schofield. Now back over to Youngblood. Now back over to Pope. Back over to Youngblood. Youngblood. No, gets a shot blocked. Nichols going to come over that rebound. He's over to Pope. Top of the key. He's over to Schofield. Schofield at the free throw line. Shoots it. Yes. 24-22, the Trailblazers are down by two. Tell you what, Gott got up for that swat. It looked like it almost could have been a goaltend. It was that close. 7.40 left to go here in the first half. Rowell shoots a three, no. Rebound there by Youngblood. Almost thought it was going to go out of bounds. Youngblood gives off to Nichols. Nichols trying to fight the defense. Gives it back over to Youngblood. Back over to Schofield. Back over to Nichols. Off the glass. It's good. Tie ball game. 24 all. Great pass from Hunter Schofield. Put it on the money. 
Perfect bounce pass. 7.15 left to go here in the first half. Gok. He's back over to Rowell. Rowell trying to fight it all the way. No. And it looked like he got fouled by Jason Youngblood, and they're going to call push. Rowell might be tired, but he looks like he's finding it. We have reached under eight-minute media timeout. We're going to take it here. 24-24 between the Trailblazers and the Lancers. We'll be right back after a one-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Still in the timeout here. We're a little bit early back from commercial. But nonetheless, Jacob, you and I were talking just off air here. Hunter Schofield and those two passes that he had were almost NBA-like. You were impressed by them, weren't you? Those are nice. Anytime you can have your center step up to about the free throw line and have guys cut behind the opposing center, that's creating a lot of threats near by the basket. We are watching Dixie State tonight, and we must say it feels like Dixie State shouldn't be in this game, but it's a tie game at 24-all. Dixie State is giving California Baptist all they got here early in this one. They're just doing the right things, aren't they? I mean, they sure are. We got the score 27-26. to 26. I was saying I'm surprised Dixie State is in this game. I know I shouldn't be surprised. Only favored to lose by just a few points. But I'm impressed with Dixie State sticking in this one. They're 0-7 from the field, but on the upside, they only have they have eight assists and only three turnovers. You and I talk about it the most. When you have more assists and turnovers, it tells you how much this team is practicing on keeping the ball in their hands and making sure they don't turn the ball over. Yeah, if you can get that two to one assist to rate assist to turnover ratio, you'll be a good team. Rowell pops it from the top of the key. We're a little bit behind on the last stats here. So it's 27-24. We'll get you back up, caught up as soon as we can here. Nichols feeds over to Youngblood. Youngblood. Those live stats, they're at ahead. Yeah, they stay ahead of everybody. Nichols feeds over to Stain. Stain trying to drive in off the glass. Oh, a little pretty roller off the rim, and it goes in 26-27. Now we know how we got to that score. 6.30 left to go. Nice layup from Inglewood's finest, Frank Stain. That's right. Two players on this Dixie State team are from the state of California. We welcome them back home as we're in Riverside, California. Gok all the way to the bucket. He lost it, but it's going to stay with the Lancers. I'm not sure about that, but the referees are going to call what they call it. I'm impressed with the uh, California Baptist Stadium. Actually, I mean, it, it looks like it can pack. It looks not. It looks it's just as legit as probably some of the bigger stadiums out there or arenas out there in the country. Oh, yeah. And if you can notice in the background, they can pull out seats right under yep. the already built seats. So that tells you they can pack the place. Rowell is going to try to do a three at the top of the key. No good. Gooding comes back into the game. And I think that's the only, yep. Gooding is the only sub coming out of the game and back in it. Youngblood feeds it back over to Nichols. Nichols, Schofield, pop, no. Rebounded there by the Lancers. Armstrong is going to come over that rebound. Jacob Nichols, Frank Stain, Cameron Gooden, Hunter Schofield, Jason Youngblood on the floor for the Trailblazers. Gok, all the way to the bucket. He got his shot blocked, but it's going to be a foul on Hunter Schofield. 
Judkins keeping the rotation tight for tonight. I like that. They're in this one. No need to get too fancy in this one. Keep your main guys in there. Gorjak Gok. Shooting from the free throw is 70%. That is unheard of for any big man. He's working hard, man. He's he's sweating more than anyone else out there on the court. Gorjak Gok going to knock down the first. It's 28-26, 5.45 left to go in the first. I don't know too many seven-foot big men that can shoot even close to 50% from the free throw line. I know I can't do that, and I'm 6'6". <laughs> uh, the game is changing, man. Times are changing. Nichols got subbed out on that free throw, and Pope's in the game now. No more Hackershack. You got to find someone else that's a terrible free throw shooter and, and Hackershack him as Gooden gets fouled, and it'll be Rowell on that one. It'll be 28-26 here, 5.36 left to go in the first. They're going to call that one on the ground. No shots. Now explain that a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to always learn my basketball knowledge, but I don't know too many. How do they, like, how do you, how do you know you determine a shot on the ground versus a shot in the air? If you're in the shooting motion when you get fouled, you should be shooting some shots. Now, in the NBA, they kind of had Barad in that rule to where if you get fouled and you immediately pull up right after that, they're going to still give you a shooting foul. It kind of goes with the ref. It depends on the referee you got that night. Gooding almost with a good shot over Gorjak. Got, got that block, but the Lancers are going to come over with that rebound. Pushes it up tempo here. Roel trying to get past Youngblood off the glass. No, he gets a shot blocked. No foul called. Roel's going to come back over, and Gok's going to come up with the dunk. 30-26. to 26. The lead is back up to four. 4.45 left to go here in the first half. I mean, that was quite the play. I'm not sure who it was in Calabaptist, but they shot the layup, and then they didn't touch the ball. I think they were afraid of getting uh, a double dribble call, and then guys on Dixie State started dropping to the floor, and the next thing you know, Calabaptist has got a layup. Gorzak Gox is going to get called for a foul as Cameron Gooding goes running into the sideboards, went all the way to the bucket. It was Rowell who got a shot blocked by Youngblood. See, look, at, look at that. Like He wasn't even trying to touch the ball. Guys on Dixie State trying to get it. They're just sliding all over the court. He tips it right to Gorzak for the easy layup. That's got a crush. That's got a crush, Judkins. Gooding is going to inbound it here for the Trailblazers. Feeds it over to Youngblood. 30-26, to 4.30 left to go here. Carbone is going to be guarding Youngblood. Back over to Pope. Pope guarding Gooden. Gooden. Double team. Fees over to Pope. Fees back over to Youngblood. Shoots. Pops a three to the right side, and it's good. And that's the first three of the night for the Trailblazers. It goes down 30 to 29. 413 left to go in the first. Isaiah Pope. That is how you defeat the 2 3 defense. Pass it across to the guy in the corner for hitting the three, and he'll do it. Frank Stain is going to get called for a foul as he tried to just blocked the shot and nodded his hand as it went out of bounds, and they're going to get they're going to call him for a slap on the hand. It will be out of, out on the inbound here. Armstrong is going to inbound it here for the Lancers. Feeds it over to Rowell. No, Gooden came up with a turnover. He's got numbers behind him. Gooden all the way to the bucket. It's off the rim and it's in. 31-30 for the Trailblazers. That's Gooden's fourth layup by now. Fourth or fifth layup. He's getting involved tonight. 350 left to go here in the first half. Dixie State. California Baptist in a dog fight here in this one. Rowell shoots up a little bit of a rainbow shot there. It goes down 32-31 for the Lancers. Gooden, again in his hands, goes all the way to the bucket, kicks it back out, feeds it over to Stain. Stain feeds it over to Schofield. Schofield kicks it back out, and Schofield is going to get called for the charge. Nottage is going to eat that one. 
it's always hard to pass it to your teammate when you're fading out of bounds and the backboard's in the way. 31-32, the lead here for the Lancers over the Trailblazers on the under four-minute media timeout. We're going to take it here on Radio Dixie on Point 3. Be right back with more in one minute. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie on Point 3. Coming out of the timeout here, 32-31 is the lead here for the Lancers over the Trailblazers. Just a little bit over three minutes left to go. Isaiah Thomas is going to go to the free throw line and shoot two here to extend the lead for the Lancers. Jacob, you and I cannot stop raving about how the Trailblazers have been playing so good tonight, can we? I'm going to save my take for halftime, but 31 points, only down one against Kyle Baptist. That's pretty impressive from what we've seen so far. Thomas is going to miss the first one there as we come back from timeout here. Gorjak Gox is going to sit. He's actually going to come back in the game. This is how you rebound off of a bad night. Thomas is going to knock down one there. 33-31. Gooden's going to bring the ball up for the Trailblazers. Cameron Gooden, Frank Stain, Jared Green, Isaiah Pope, Andre Malibi. You're five on the floor for the Trailblazers. Pope. Kicks it over to Green. Green feeds it back over to Gooden. Gooden gets a little screen there by Green. Doesn't take it. Tries to feed it over to Pope. And the ball's going to go back out of bounds. He was actually trying to free Frank Stain. 2.46 left to go here on the clock. Roel is going to inbound it here. He's going to go get the ball first. They've lost the ball. It's in the stands. And it's under the tarps. <laughs> they can't find the ball. Okay, they got it now. They got it. They got to go over to the to the seats where no one's sitting in. Obviously, with the COVID-19 pandemic, no one is allowed in the stadium. In in college, how many basketballs do you think they have? Like, game-ready basketballs do you think they have at the game? Probably about two, maybe three. They usually use the same ball as they go along. Gock's going to try to back in here on Green. Loses it. Cameron Green is going to come up with a steal. Feeds it over to Isaiah Pope. All the way to the bucket. And a Pope's going to get called for the charge. Nottage. Excuse me. That's Armstrong. And that's the third charge that the Lancers have eaten and given them back the ball. I wonder what kind of practices the Trailblazers had over their last game when they got blown out by about 30. Judkins had to have been on them. I haven't seen the Trailblazers attempt to draw this many charges all season. Rowell feeds over to Gock, feeds over to Thomas. Off the glass is good. 35-31. The lead is back up to four here for the Lancers. Gooden Screener by Stain. Gooden's going to take it. Gives off to Green. Top of the key. No, no good. Rebounded there by Gock for the Lancers. 35-31. Just under two minutes left to go here in the first half. Coming up at the timeout as Rowell's going to shoot a deep three. That's good. And the lead is going to go up to seven. We'll bring you the Radio Dixie 91.3 halftime show being brought to you by King Guard Sport Lincoln dealership here in St. George, Utah. You knew Rowell was going to hit one of those eventually. Gooden's going to go all the way to the bucket. He hits one. It's going to be 38-35. The lead's back down to five. One thirty left to go. As soon as Gooden gets that drive and that motor all the way to the bucket, he is unstoppable. He knows how to get them Derrick Rose-style layups off the glass. Armstrong trying to drive it all the way to the bucket. Ray 
It just sits on that rim. It goes down 40 to 33. 112 left to go as Pope feeds it over to Green. Green off the glass. That's good. And both teams are just trading buckets here. Just over a minute left to go. 40 to 35 is your score here for the Lancers over the Trailblazers. It's been great offense, but you could make the argument it's a little inflated because guys look kind of gassed out there right now on D. Tyro Wells is going to get a foul there, and he's going to get Jared Green to eat that one. It'll be 40-35, 55.5 seconds left to go. Rowell's going to go to the line. Ty Rowell shooting 80% from the free throw line, 36 of 45. Got the stat to pop up. CBU shooting 58, Dixie State only 48% from the field. Worried Cal Baptist might pull away if you're a Dixie State fan. Uh, yeah, 58-47. I could pull up the stats here. Just got to say something. On that stat sheet, I saw something I didn't like. 1-8 from 3. It's not the night for the Trailblazers yet again from the free throw line. 1 of 8, excuse me, 1 of 8 from the three-point line. Only good for 13% on the night. I know that has to bother you because I know how you play basketball. and You are a guy that loves to shoot a 3. You are a guy that loves well, to shoot efficient 3s. You got you to gotta pick your spots. And now that we know that math is a huge factor in basketball, threes are worth more than two. Uh, math, 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 oh, math, oh, math. 41-35, the only math I do is when I'm calling a game here. Gooding's going to try to go through a double-team shoot, a good mid-range shot, no good there. Tom is going to come up with a rebound for the Lancers. Six-point lead here for the Lancers themselves. Armstrong is going to be guarded by Youngblood. Now feeds it back over to Rowell, standing at the top of the key, far back by the U on the Lancers' court. Rowell trying to fight a double team. No fees over to Nottis. Top of the key, three, no good. Rebounded there by the Trailblazers. Youngblood's going to come up with it. The miss there on that pick and pop, but when Cam Gooden's got to play the opposing point guard so far out, all the way to the logo, it's going to open up pick and pops all day for the big men. Just under five seconds left to go. The Trailblazers are going to hang out for the final shot. Gooding almost lost it. He's going to just shoot it up. No good off the glass. And that's going to end the first half here. Dixie State could not get off a last-second shot there or a good efficient shot. 41-35, 15 minutes have been put on the halftime clock here. The Lancers lead over the Trailblazers. We're going to take a quick two-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie 91.3. When we return, we're going to give you the Radio Dixie 91.3 halftime show being brought to you by King Guard Sport and Lincoln Dealership here in St. George, Utah. Be right back after a two-minute timeout. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3 here live. We're in the Radio Dixie 91.3 studios tonight doing a broadcast off a stream, but nonetheless, it's a good game here. The California Baptist Lancers and the Dixie State Trailblazers men's basketball teams, they are in action. The Lancers lead over the Trailblazers 41-35. I am Mark Kelly here alongside my broadcast partner and my best friend Jacob Zimmerman on the broadcast with me tonight. Jacob, man, we have a dogfight, a barn burner, a whatever you can call a close game 
any other way you can call it, it is a good one tonight, isn't it? We sure do. 41-35, as you said, the halftime score is only down six. You got to feel pretty comfortable about that if you're Dixie State, especially after the way you started the game was there neck and neck, even had the lead for it felt like most of the first half. Guys like Gooden, guys like Nichols, they were playing just classic Dixie State basketball like they always do. That's right. Dixie State's trying to stay with it all they could through this game. As we look at some of the plays here, only... Trying to deep dive and to find some plays, Martin, I see. I see that. I'm just trying to find as many plays as I can here. We had some... There's been some moments in this game, like Cameron Gooden and making a couple shots there himself. A couple... Dacey Youngblood with a three-point shot. The only three-point shot in the game for the for the trailblazers tonight it has been a bit of a just a tug of war between both teams i'll tell you what nichols had that charge he took and then a few plays before that he had the block that led to cam gooden's layup on the other end on that other side cam i mean california baptist had made has made dixie state eat three charges in this game those are three potential blocking fouls that went against dixie state that's six free throw sh uh, free throw shots off the board that equals right there to what they're down by which is six and when you get a charge foul called against you that is a huge blow to the offense you're talking about like us taking a charge or like we're charging the other guy we're charging the other guy ah, i get you you know it's it's it always hurts it always hurts but give credit to california Baptist. they made some good buckets Rowell with a couple deep threes some Steph Curry type threes earlier in the game. So did Nonis made a three. Gorjak Gox had a couple of dunks. California Baptists have done their homework and they've done so well on trying to keep Dixie State contained. Let me get into some keys to the second half for Go Dixie ahead. State. How about that? First key to the game for the second half, I mean. Hit some threes, baby. We're one of nine from the three-point line. That's eleven percent. Even if we've hit our mid-range, even if we're doing effective inside in the paint, the threes are going to end up killing us at the end of the day if the other team is shooting 42% from three in the ball game. The next key to the second half, 18 rebounds is a really good start. We're plus four. Get that, Martin. We're plus four at the half on the rebound, Martin. We are minus five in the margin on the season for the year. Having all those rebounds really helps keep it up that's the key to the second half and then the last one we only have six points off of turnovers we forced five we got to get a few more fast breaks going if we want to get back into this game also kind of a low stat in this one are the bench points there hasn't been many of those it has just been six bench points in favor of dixie state three bench points in favor of california baptist in this one i'd say that the starters have come out and said, you know what, bench, you guys sit out the night. We're going to continue to play hard ball tonight here against these these two teams. And you know what? We've seen a good game between these two teams. This is an old rival matchup. Dixie State leads the series 10-6 to between 16 games between each other. The last game was a Dixie State win, 66-64. to These two teams have split the last 10 between each other, 5-5. to what does that say about these two teams against each other? Well, different years, these guys are doing better. I mean, but this this year, they're looking pretty even. I mean, the 5 five for 5, like you said, I think it's going to be another close game. It's going to be 6-5, to 5-6, five, five to six, close series either way. 
but I'm liking that throughout the decade, even as Dixie State is going into Division One basketball, that this series is still really close. I like that this is a close series. I like close basketball games. I never like it when it's 10 or 15 or 20. I like a good game just under the 10, under the 10 points here between both Dixie State and California Baptist. This is probably, you and I were talking about this a little bit in the broadcast, but we can have a chance here during the halftime. This is probably the best we've seen Dixie, Dixie State play all season. And you and I have only done a couple games. What does, what does Dixie State have to do to continue that, not only in the second half, but the rest of the season as they keep going along during this WAC conference? What do they have to do? I mean, they got to play their game. Figure out who... If Cam Gooden's not having it going, who's the next guy? I think that's really the issue for Dixie State is if one of their key guys doesn't have it going, then they kind of all seem to crumble together. It's either they're all going efficient from the field or they one guy just kind of sets the tone for everybody else and you can't get around it. I'd say moving forward, just stick with it. Find out who – get a definite number two option behind Gooden. Get a definite third option behind behind the second option. I think that's what you got to do moving forward. I like it a lot. I like that idea. We got to get someone behind Cameron Gooding. That either is Frank Steen. That's either Jacob Nichols. That's either Hunter Schofield. I mean, it's just... I, I think Nichols has the efficiency to do it, but he doesn't initiate the offense ever. That is a bit of a problem with Dixie State's offense. It always goes through the point guard first, and then the efficiency to move the ball around, kind of make teams... Make the other team make the mistake, yeah. and there's going to be a spot that you can either get a good mid-range shot, a good three-point shot, or you can drive it to the basket and get that foul that you want on that drive. That is always going to be the case between each other. I don't disagree with that at all, but we're going to take another two-minute timeout here on Radio Dixon. point three. When we return, we're going to wrap up this show, halftime show here. We're going to get back to action here. We'll talk about, again, some keys to the game. What does Dixie State have to do in the second half? We'll repeat those again for the new broadcasters. All of that and much more coming up here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Being groovy in the studio tonight. Got my broadcast partner and my buddy. I'm Martin Kelly here with you on the broadcast. My best friend, my best sports friend, Jacob Zimmerman on the broadcast with me again tonight. Jacob, how you doing tonight? You know I'm always hyped to be on this games. When that intro music is playing... My head is bopping all over the place, baby. You know what? I could play any hype song. You're going to be dancing in the corner, just being ready to go. You're like, doesn't matter if it's our podcast or we're doing a game. All I got to do is just play some type of music. You're going to be bobbing your head. That I do know about you. Yes, sir. Let's take a look over here at Dixie State Athletics. They were in action earlier today. The women's tennis team swept Utah State today, seven to nothing in individuals. Matchups today, that was totally awesome by the women's tennis team in that one. They just worked the floor with them today with that one as the women's tennis team took action against Utah State. Winning that matchup. 
Sorry, apologies. They ain't give me any lives. Martin's looking at some tennis. Oh, you know what? Hey, you ever watch tennis? You ever watch like the French Open or like the like Wimbledon when like Serena okay, or Federer or any of those guys play? I'm speaking for a lot of people here when I say I don't actually sit down and watch the games, but I have an I have a big appreciation for Serena Williams and those girls who I mean that's they make that sport look so easy. Have you ever picked up a tennis racket and tried to hit a ball that's coming at you fast? Yes. I mean, me and you are some strong guys. <laughs> it's not easy. No, it is not. Also, the women's swimming team, they were in action yesterday, winning 13 of 14 events against the Red Hawks of Seattle University. Sophomore Kyrie Sutherland, she is six foot. She's amazing. She won three events yesterday in the 50-yard freestyle and the 100 freestyle and the 200 freestyle. She did it in two minutes, eight seconds, point fifty six. Eighth time in Dixie State's history. They won 187 to 71 in a swimming match. Have you ever? I've, I've watched a couple meets. These are impressive to watch, these swim meets. I've watched them in the Olympics and I've watched them here at Dixie State University. It is impressive to watch these girls go at it. When I walk into the Humans Performance Center here on DSU campus, you'll see the pool and there's always people in the pool. You'll see the, the swim team actually practicing. I haven't seen a live Dixie State meet. But I have seen those Olympics. Those finishes, especially in the relays, man, <laughs> those are great. Holy You have awesome. to watch them. They are totally awesome to watch. Also going down here in other Dixie State athletics this weekend. Again, the women's uh, tennis team, they'll be at BYU tomorrow, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. The women's swimming team, they'll be at Idaho in Moscow, Idaho, against Idaho, I mean, University of Idaho. And you kind of get that picture. And then. We'll be back on the broadcast tonight. I'll be back on the broadcast tomorrow night. California Baptist men's basketball, Dixie State, yet at it again. Let's draw ourselves back over to this game between Dixie State and California Baptist. We're getting closer to the tip-off here between both of these teams for just under 20 seconds. Jacob, what does Dixie State have to do to get back in it real quick? Down by a six. What are your strategies as if you, if you are John Juggins and you are drawing up a plan? Well, I'll restate those keys to the second half for the Trailblazers. If you are a new listener, you got to hit more threes. You're only one of nine. That was about 11%. They got 18 rebounds in the first half, plus four margin. That's really good for Dixie State. Keep it up. And then the final key to the second half, they only got six points off of turnovers. Improve that. Dixie State could pull away with this win. All right, let's get back to it. 20 minutes left to go here. California Baptist, Dixie State University, 41-35. 20 minutes have been put on the second half clock. Here we go. The Lancers will get the ball here out of the timeout here. And, again, we keep mentioning Gorja Gok as Rowell is going to bring it out of the inbound here, being double-teamed immediately. And Dixie State coming out aggressive Whoa. here in this one. I love the aggressiveness. Rowell is going to kick it back over to Armstrong back over to Nottage. Korshak Gox is going to be an annoying player tonight as Thomas is going to try to back down Jerry Green. Kicks it back out to Rowell. Left side three. Rolls in and out. Jerry Green is going to come over that rebound there. Gooden is going to bring it down now. Right side three-point line. Feeds it over to Green. Feeds it over to Youngblood. Youngblood going to attack. No, gives off Schofield. Left side three. That's good. 41-38. The Trailblazers down by three. That's good. Driving kick offense. No defender was in the corner, but Schofield sure was. Rowell, pop up, no, out of reach. Dixie State trying to come up with a rebound. Youngblood's going to go out of bounds with it, and the Lancers are going to have it right back. 
I think that that double team as soon as Rowell cra crossed half court, <laughs> that was nuts. Thomas is going to inbound it here, feeds it over to Nottage, feeds it back over to Armstrong, feeds it back over to Gok, back over to Armstrong, trying to feed it back over to Thomas. Thomas thinking about a three. No, gives it over to Gok. Gok's got about four inches on Jared Green. He might use that to his advantage. Thomas all the way to the bucket. Just hard shot there and gets it in. 43-35. The lead is back up to five. Thomas is 6'5", 220. He's a, he's a thick body inside. That could have even been an and one. Youngblood feeds over to Schofield. Another three. No, Green's going to come up with it. Puts it back off the glass, and it is in. Going to give him the and one as well. 43-40, lap to go. Good start from Dixie State so far in the second half. They're showing the fouls on screen. Dixie State has eight fouls. CBU has four. Dixie State staying efficient as they can. Jerry Green, senior forward out of Blackfoot, Idaho, went to Blackfoot High School. Shoots it. No good there. Green on the year is 70% from the free throw line, 12 of 18. Now they'll bring his percentage down to 69. Thomas is going to try to drive it, and Sculpey is going to get called for the foul. <clears throat> I don't know about that foul. I mean, it just looked like Thomas was doing all the contact there. He had his arm sticking out. I don't know about that one. Figure out about that. Armstrong feeds it over to Nottage from the free throw line. Doesn't see anybody around him, just pulls it up and shoots it in there, 45-40. Costly defensive air. Always know where your man's at. 45-40, Youngblood over to Green. Green feeds it back over to Stain. Stain feeds it back over to Schofield, who splits it all the way and shoots the little sky hook there. 42-45, 18 left to go. Rowell. He's over to Armstrong. He's over to Thomas. Back over to Nottis. Three-pointer. No off the rim. Rebounded there by Dacey Youngblood. Just under 18 minutes left to go here in the second half. Youngblood all the way to the bucket. Puts it off the glass. Rebounded there by Stain. There's going to be a foul called against Dixie State, and the ball is going to go back to the Lancers. I've noticed the Lancers have had quite a few quick possessions to start off the second half. If they can run through their set a little bit, get the best shot. There's a 30-second shot clock in college basketball, guys. Take 29 and a half seconds if you need to. 45-42, Oh well, brings it down. Feeds over to Armstrong. Feeds over to Thomas. Back over to Nottage. Feeds it over back over to Malik Wade, who checks into the game for Gorjak Gok. There's going to be a foul called against Youngblood. I believe it's Youngblood or Pope, and it's against Youngblood, and it's going to be called for a bit of a holding call. You see that in the NFL, not in college basketball. Well, I'll tell you what. If Dixie State gets into too many fouls, they'll find themselves in the, the bonus. Look there, and it's good. It's going to go back to five here, 47-42, 16-40 left to go. Gooden. He's over to Nichols, who checks into the game. Youngblood feeds over to Stain. Right side three. Yes. 47 45, 16, 30 left to go. Down by two is the Trailblazers. That ball is wet. That's Frank Stain. I just saw, saw Frank Stain when I was playing my intramurals game. He was there, he was an official. Okay, okay. Trying to, trying to make sure you don't come on the team. Trying to scout, you know, trying to see who's playing. <laughs> Rowell. Feeds it over to Thomas. 
Feeds it over to Rowell back again. Corner three, that's good. 50 to 45, the lead is back out to five, just under 16 left to go. Stain gives it over to Gooden, gives it over to Youngblood. Youngblood, three, no, rolls in and out. Thomas is going to come over that rebound. He's got Stain in front of him. Thomas got the ball stripped, but a foul is going to be called against Stain, and that might be a shooting foul. I mentioned it earlier, Elijah Thomas is the best athlete on the court. 6'5", 220. I think he transferred from St. Mary's. Yeah, St. Mary's Mary's is the team that goes up against Gonzaga every year. They always give him a good fight in those games. Speaking of rivalries, Jacob, you're a North Carolina fan. I'm a Duke fan. February 6th. I don't don't know how you're a Duke fan. I love Duke. I love Mike Krzyzewski. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time in college basketball. There's no argument against that. Two of the top five greatest college basketball coaches, Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, Duke, versus North Carolina, a blue blood, bluegrass rivalry game. It's not going to feel the same this year just because the talent isn't there this year, is it? No, I I talked about this briefly on our podcast, the Coin Flip podcast, by the way. But The shameless plug right there. <laughs> but I, I even forgot where I was. Where were we? We're talking about North Carolina and Duke. College basketball is not the same this year. There's not even there's not even a lot of one on one and duns, no fans. It's harder to cover it's harder to cover college basketball without fans. And when you don't have guys like Zion Williamson and John Morant <laughs> in the big dance. Speaking of Zion Williamson, the leading scorers for the Pelicans right now: 28 for Ingram, 27 for Ball, 21 for Redick, and 21 for Williamson. Zion Williamson. Man, oh, man, oh, did, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Did we just see 27 for Lonzo? Oh, my God. And the trade rumors about him going around all over the place. Will he go to the Golden State Warriors? Will he go back to Los Angeles? Maybe he goes back to the Clippers. Maybe he goes to New York. All of those rumors are flying around. I think they need to keep Lonzo. If they can just figure out how to use him effectively, get him more involved in the scoring department, it could be dangerous to the Pelicans. Speaking of fans, as I draw my attention towards that, it's not the same without all the fans at the games. I mean, you and I have played in empty gyms when there's just like tournament games and you kind of get that feeling when there's no fans there or just your parents there. But in a college experience, that fan base is so big when you're playing a, playing a game, and especially in the NBA, because players beat off of that. Totally. This is like a souped-up AAU tournament, but for an entire season, I'll tell you what, when they go back to having fans, it's going to catch some players off guard. 50-45, Jacob Nichols gets called for a foul there. Gorjak Gox comes right back into the game. He's going to get called for a foul as him, and Jacob Nichols was scuffling down below behind the basket. 15-40 left to go on this one as Gooden's going to bring it up for the Trailblazers. Feeds over to Pope, feeds it over to Youngblood, feeds it back over to Gooden, gets a screen there by Nichols. Gooden, little popping shot, no. Gooden comes over his rebound, no. Thomas is going to steal away from him, and Gooden almost stole it right back. A rare miss on the interior for Cam Gooden as far as tonight. Gorzak Gox going to put a little easy up layup there. 52-47. The lead is up to seven. That's the largest lead of the night for the Lancers. Youngblood feeds over to Nichols. As Rowell is going to foul Jacob Nichols. He may have flopped just a little bit. But nonetheless, a foul call is a foul call. Well, it was either going to be a travel or a foul. And they got him with a foul. 52-45, the lead is seven. 
Sherry Green's now going to check in. He's going to give Isaiah Pope a breather. Sherry Green, 6'8", 250. Gorjan Gok, 6'11", 235. He looks like Bull Bull. If you've been watching Nuggets games or Oregon games, he looks like Bull Bull. Green has the more girth, but Gox got more of the size as there's a little discussion on what's going on. As I'm still not sure what's going on. The referees are just discussing it. An extended timeout. Possibly. So we're looking at the feed here. Dixie State and California Baptist have the same idea as they put the benches on the opposite side of the scores table. And the scores table on the other side where usually they are, where usually the benches would be. As good as going to inbound here for the Trailblazers. And another foul is going to be called. And it's called, it's going to be called against Nottage. They've gotten everyone spread out on the bench. It's kind of weird not to see the teams on the same side as the scores table, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, as Green almost feeds back in, apologies about cutting you off there. Tom is going to go all the way. The bucket slams it in. 54-45. He gets a little hyped up there, screaming in the faces of the Trailblazers. Nine-point lead. Oh my gosh. Trailblazers sure don't have a guy to guard that guy. He is hyped. He is mad. He is on revenge. He is tying. He is trying to tear apart these Trailblazers. Andre Olivia checks into the game. Ooh, and, Jay, and Jared Green is going to get called for a hard foul there on Ty Rowell, and the ball is going to go back again over to the Lancers. Third possession by Dixie State coming up empty. It was good effort saving the ball there from going out of bounds, but if that leads to a fast break for the other team, you might as well just let it go. You can never tell that because your head is always on the other side. You can't really tell, but yeah. you would want to tell. So rebound is going to go over there to the Trailblazers. Youngblood is going to drive it all the way to the court, puts it up, and yet again, the fourth drive out of six possessions for the Trailblazers as there is yet another charge call against the Trailblazers. Rough. Lots of charges in this game. That's four against the Trailblazers. Again, the fourth out of six possessions. Dixie State has come up empty-handed. DCU's down nine now, over five minutes into the second half. Rowell is talking to Nottage, trying to figure out a game plan here. 14.30 left to go, 54-45. Cameron Gooden trying to guard Rowell. We talked about this would be a marquee matchup. Rowell. Gives over to Nottage, being guarded by Molivia. Gives over to Armstrong, being guarded by Stain. Armstrong feeds it over to Thomas. Thomas trying to drive in, and he's going to get called for a push, and the ball's going to go back over to the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers get a break. I don't know if it was a push. He might have stepped out of bounds, or he might have traveled there. Dixie State's going to have to fight even more. They're now against the bonus, as Cal Baptist will be in the bonus for the rest of the afternoon. 14 minutes left to go. Gooden gets a screen there. Gooden going to try to take it. No. Gets it off to Stain. Stain gets a screen there. Stain trying to drive it. Pops it over to Nichols. Nichols going to try to drive it. No, gives it over to Pope. As no one is crashing inside. Everybody's staying on the outside here. Stain trying to crash inside. Shoots it up. No good. Rebounded there by the Lancers. That was a great move by Stain with that crossover. Got his defender to stumble back. If he could have just pulled it up, maybe he would have got that one to go. 
I'm trying to figure out that guy's name. Uh, apologies about that. Reed Nunnish, the sophomore out of Sydney, Australia, pulls up a pop and shot three-pointer, sends it to a timeout. 57-45, the lead is up to 12. Dixie State's going to have to dig out of themselves out of a big hole here. It will stay here. I think that one was 11. Trey Armstrong looking like Clay Thompson on that shot. <laughs> Trey Armstrong, you are right about that. The guard out of Bernie, Tasmania. Went to Maris Regional College, sophomore 6'5", 210. And those pop-in shot three-pointers, that's what Clay Thompson does. But those are heartbreakers because you can never set your defense in time for those. And you just got to go off of the motion of what he does. Sure can't. Tasmania. Where's is, that at? It is the real place. It's in the middle of Europe. I don't know specifically, but Tasmania is a place. I did hear about this one. I like it. I, I do have a question for you, Jacob. What's up? I know you're a good basketball player. Why aren't you playing basketball at Dixie State? Why am I not playing Dixie State basketball? Yeah, you can play. I know that one. I, you play. You and I play all the time. You beat me over and over and over again. I never get more than five points in a game when we go up to ten. Here's what I'll tell you. You can be a good high school basketball player, but when you go up against real college competition, it's different. Okay. I didn't I didn't try out for the team. I, I only played my first two years of high school basketball. I focused oh. on football after that. But, I mean, basketball is one of those sports where you can pick it up at any age, really. You can play it the rest of your life. And Dick... D1 competition is no joke. There's guys I talk to every day here on campus who are convinced that they can make it to the NBA. And the fact of the matter is there's levels to it, and you got to make the team first. 57-45, Dixie State, one of the teams at the bottom of the standings here, 0-4 on the conference, 4-7. and They will not be competing for any conference title games for four years. Grand Canyon, Utah Valley, California Baptist seats in the middle at 2-2, two and 7-4 two, overall in this one. I will say this, as this is in, 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 in respect, if the media business never works out for you, Jacob, I know one thing. You okay. will be a great college basketball coach or a professional coach because you know the game so well and you understand the game. I know one day you'll be a good coach. I do. It is hard to get your foot in the door, though. That is that is for sure. I know you'll find a way. Stain's going to get the ball here for the Trailblazers. Pops one up from the free throw line. That goes down 57-47. The lead is back down to 10. 13-10 left to go in the second half. Rowell. Feeds over to Nottage. Feeds it over to Carbone. Carbone three-pointer. That's good. 60 to 47. It's a heartbreaker. That one back up to 13. The largest lead of the night for the Lancers. Pull. Feeds it over to Stain. Gets a screen there by Schofield. Oh, Stain thought about taking a three. He didn't take it. Pope. Feeds it over to Schofield. Schofield. I oh, got a shot block, but a rebound in there. As there's, a, as there's a scuffle down below, and the Lancer's going to come up with it. Carbone feeds it over to Wade, but Nichols knocked it right out of bounds and is going to stay with the Lancers. 13-point lead here for them, 12-27 left to go in the second half. Looks of disappointment on the Trailblazers' faces. Not a great couple of last possessions. They showed that standing during the break. Gulf Coast University... They're at 10-3 and three in the whack, and in the first game against them, we only lost by three. 
Grand Canyon University, you mean? Yeah, yeah. You're all right, you're all right, you're all right. 60 to 47, Nottage is gonna get a shot here. Free throw shots. Dixie State's gonna have to fight through all those bonus shot attempts all night through the rest of the night as they're down by 13. Nottage. I look through his stats, knocks down the first here. They got a good couple of guards on their team. Reed Nottage shooting 77% from the free throw line. Good for 23 of 30. Knocks down the first here. Make it 24 of 31. Knocks down the second. Two for two there. 25 of 32 on the year for him. That percentage will go above 78%. Sure will. He's at 14.2 a game. Roll leads the pack at nearly 15. And then Thomas and Gak are also right up there by the double digits. Nonage gonna get it here after Frank Stain popped and shot one inside the three-point line. Ball will go out of bounds. No. And Mike, and excuse me, Malik Way's gonna get fouled here and he's gonna go to the line. 62-49, the lead is still 13 here. We've reached under 12-minute media timeout. We're going to take it here on Radio Dixie 901.3. When we return, more action between the Lancers and the Trailblazers as the lead is up to 13 here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Live in the Radio Dixie 91.3 studios tonight. We're watching a montage here of some buildings going up in California. As buildings are going up here at Dixie State University. They sure are. We're getting a new science building. We're getting a new home. There's some more townhouses and um Buildings being put up here at Dixie State University. More extensions are going to come in the way. If you didn't hear a couple years, I think it was about a year ago, they announced that the football field, the football stadium where we all sit on the normal side, is going to get renovated within the year. We're going to get new locker rooms and a new weight room for all the athletes down over there. There's three teams. Did you know three teams share all those locker rooms down there? It's the soccer teams and the football teams. Wow, they share one locker room? They don't share one locker room, but there's three locker rooms in just that little oh, okay. scrunchy area, which is not enough room. You and I know that both. I know that specifically. I've been down there before trying to deal with all of that scuffleness. It's good to see now that we're going D1, Dixie State is bringing the campus to life. As you grow, you're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just going to come with more students and bigger and bigger and bigger and good. Bigger is good. They showed some stats there from Elijah Thomas, 14 and 7. He has gone off. He He's looked like their legit best player tonight, even though on the season he's averaging 9.7. Malik Way is going to go one for two at the free throw line, 63-49. Dixie State's going to have to dig themselves out of a 14-point lead deficit. Gooding feeds it over to Leighton Parker, who checks back in. Checks actually in for the first time this year. 
And they're gonna call Layton for a foul there immediately on a legal screen. Might have been a foul on Actually, it is. California Baptist running into the screen. Armstrong is going to get a call for that one. I apologize about that one. Cooney is going to get an inbound play here. Yeah, that play had a double screen for Pope coming around. Parker tries to fight a double team. Gives it over to Schofield. Almost trips. Open shot. No. Rolls in and out. Rebounded there by the Lancers. 63-49. Just under 11.30 left to go in the second half. Rowell. Tries to feed it over to Armstrong, and Armstrong took a wrong step, and it just went out of bounds, and the ball's going to go back over to the Trailblazers. Now that, as a point guard, is frustrating because you're like, no, you're yeah. supposed to stay in the corner, and you decide to come back out of the corner. That's always a frustration for point guards because they know turnovers go on their stat sheet. I'll tell you what, Ty Rowell, on 73 attempts, is shooting 40% from three-point range this year. Good Lord, and the dude knows how to jack him up. Rowell. 63-49, just under 11 minutes left to go. Gets a screen there, doesn't take it. Now takes it, Rowell feeds it over to Nonich. Right side three, yes, goes down beautifully. Speaking of three-pointers, get ready for this one. If Rowell's at 40%, guess what Nottage is at? I don't want to know because it's scaring me because they're shooting efficient at the three-point line, but tell me anyway. 45% on 56 attempts. Schofield's not going to knock a step back one there. 66-51. The lead is down to 15. Just under 10.30 left to go here in the second half. Flip of a coin of what happened in the first half. Dixie State stayed, stayed from punch to punch with California Baptist, but in the second half, just not as happened. And Sculpey is going to come up with a rebound there. Rowell missed the layup. Gooden almost loses it there. Fees it over to Pope. Fees it over to Schofield. Trying to back in Wade. And Schofield's going off. Back-to-back buckets for the big man. 66-53. to 53. Under 10 minutes. Looks like a timeout is taken. A 13-point lead. We'll keep it right here. But Schofield with back-to-back buckets. That offense that we know Schofield's got in the back of his pocket, it's either it's on or it's off, but I want to see it on all the time. I think you're right about that. Something you were also right about is Dixie State in the second half of ball games. I think all year long they've been looking pretty good in the first half. I would want to see like a direct side-by-side comparison of first-half stats versus second-half stats for Dixie. I don't know if it's our guys get too tired or the other team's coaches make adjustments better than Judkins does or I don't even know what it is, but we just can't. Dixie cannot hang, hang it together in the second half of games. They can't hang. It's just it's sometimes it, it's that it's that feeling. Sometimes and I played football about it, but it happens sometimes when I played football back in high school. It's those possessions where. You are just so comfortable in the first half, and when you have that timeout break, you're relaxed, you're comfortable, you're just chilling back, and then when you get right back into it, it's hard to get right back into that flow again. You got to have some time to get back into that rhythm that you had, and it's hard to get back into it, but Dixie State's going to have to find a way. Under 10 minutes left to go, 66-53. to Both teams still have two timeouts left. California Baptist does have the bonus here. They'll be shooting free throws for the rest of the night. Dixie State is close to the bonus, but they haven't gotten it yet. As number one, Carbone's going to try to attempt a three-pointer. No, go kick, kicks it back out to Rowell. Rowell being guarded by Parker. Rowell trying to go around. 
Feeds it back out. Carbone again. No, rolls in and out. Again, Wade's going to come with a rebound. Puts it back up. It's good. 68-53. The lead is back up to 15. I think we're now really seeing what California Baptist offense is really about. It's about get Roel, get Reed going, and then once they're going, pack it inside to Gorok and Thomas. Gooden's going to miss an open shot there right side as Thomas is going to come with a rebound. He's going to bring it down himself. Thomas stuck. Turnover there. Gooden got it himself. Carbone, Gooden at the bucket. Gooden's going to get fouled hard. Carbone's going to come pick him up. Show him, say, hey, listen, it was just an accident. It was just trying to get the ball out of your hands. And Gooden's like, that's all right. We play on. Just under nine minutes left to go in the second half. 68 to 53. That might have been... Gooden's third steal of the night. He just has those, he has those Steph Curry glove hands. He just, you know, sits in the zone, and when you make a mistake, he's right there to take advantage of it. Mr. Free Safety. And there you go, there you go. Gooden knocks, uh, doesn't knock down the first. Gooden on the year from free throws. He's 73%. On the season, he's averaging 14 points. Tonight, he has eight. Gooden. Misses both. Free throws have been an issue for Dixie State this year. An uncharacteristic thing about them is they're usually a better team shooting from the th- from the free throw line. They're two of five. That's so tough for Gooden. On the first one, he hit the front of the iron. On the second one, he hit back iron. Both were accurate, but just didn't have the right power. Rowell feeds it over to Thomas. Thomas. Little spin around off the glass. It's good. 70 to 53. There's no stopping him tonight. 16-point lead for the Lancers. Hope. Fees over Schofield. Schofield tried to put it up, but he got fouled there by Thomas. And it's going to stay with the Trailblazers. And Schofield is going to go to the line. Now you know, and we both have played NBA basketball games all the time on 2K, 2K video games, even all the way back. It's hard to even shoot free throws in that game because you either sometimes you had to like line it up. I remember the video games. Where, I remember the video games where you would like see the ball and you would see the rim and you would have to line it up inside the rim for it to go down. Those were old school like Game Boy games. Mm. But even in like I play the two uh, the the live games from uh, EA Sports. I play those games because the only ones I can afford because I'm not paying sixty dollars or hundred dollars for two K. I'm not doing that at all. So, Certainly for the new 2Ks, smart man. I'm not paying $100, man. I'm just not going to waste my money on that. But old games or or other versions of games that no one else plays, but I'll play it by myself. I have fun with those. But you have those bars where you got to match it up in the green, red, or orange. you got to match it up to either get that free throw shot down. Ascolpia is going to knock down both free throw shots there. 70-55, to 55, 15-point deficit. Video games are what make people think that free throw shooting is easy. Ball's going to stay out of bounds. It's going to stay with the Lancers. Schofield knocked it out of Rowell's hand. 8.06 left to go in the second half. Free throw shooting is not easy. I'm six foot six. I was never good at free throw shooting. It's just, it was nothing that I could ever do to make my free throw shooting better. I've tried everything. You're, you're, you're a big man. Carbone's going to knock down a three-pointer here. 73-55. 7.55 left to go. Youngblood over to Stain, top of the key. I I hate to say it, but in the first half, even when we were pound for pound, score for score, it was all tied up in the first half. 
it just didn't feel like we were really in the ball game. Now we're down by 18. I guess our hunch was correct. Our hunch was correct, but nonetheless, Dixie State is showing how much how much more growth they got to have to match up against the D1 teams. They're not ready yet to take on some of these better D1 teams. We know it, but one day they will be, and they will be successful at it, but it takes time to catch up to that talent. It takes time to catch up. Because in D2, you're playing against guys that are trying to get to D1. You guys, you're playing against guys that are, yeah. have some success in high school but are trying to make it to the college level. In D1 basketball, you're playing against grown men that are ready to play that level and show that they can play at that level. And it's scary sometimes when you cannot match up with that. Who knows? We could look back at the season in two, three years from now and say, hey, there's a couple guys who are playing professional basketball around the world that Dixie State played throughout the season. You know, I, back to the free throw shooting, I, I'll tell you how I know I'm a poor free throw shooter. Back in, <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a funny story real quick. Back in grade school, a couple of me, a couple of my buddies and I were trying to do, we were doing a science project. We were wondering why a short point guard can shoot better at the free throws than a tall center, which was me, at a free throws. And for, love it. for three days, legitimately, in the gym, I would take 20 free throw shots, my buddy would take 20 free throw shots, and they would calculate it. Every single time I shot, I was under 15%. And every time 15? I I couldn't make them, dude. I was horrible. I was absolutely okay. horrible. At that point, if you're under 15%, <laughs> you gotta you gotta go from shooting it above your head to Rick Perry, baby. <laughs> Shoot it underhand, granny style. Granny style. And my buddy was shooting over 80%. He was making me look terrible. Terrible. I would knock down like one of like almost like like one every like five. I would knock down, and I'm like, all right, I got my confidence. And every other five, I'm like, nope, I don't got it. Well, the argument is the hand size, but Kawhi Leonard and ended that argument. You can have a huge <laughs> hand and still shoot the jump shot. It comes down to how much you practice. It's all muscle memory. Ty Rowell, 14 points and seven assists on the night. Near a double-double. The man is putting in time tonight. Hunter Scorpio at the free throw line. Knocks down the first, and Dixie State with a little bit of a bone thrown at them as they're sitting in the doghouse. They'll be shooting from the bonus for the rest of the night. Schofield knocks down the second. He's a, He is an efficient shooter. 19 points on the night for him. 73-57. Dixie State comes out with a double team. It comes out with a turnover. Pope almost had it and turned it over out of bounds, and the ball is going to go back to the Lancers. Oh, that was such a perfect double team. Youngblood gets it, tried to give it over to Pope. Did not work. Inbound play here for Dixie State. Schofield's got a sneaky 19 in this one, as you pointed out. He averages 10 on the year as the team's starting big man. Pope thought about a three. No, gives it back out to Stain. Part, I mean, excuse me. Layton Parker shoots a three. No, Stain tried to come up with it. And it goes out of bounds. More poor three-point shooting for the night for the Trailblazers, a target on their backs as they're just not a good three-point shooting team. They're as just you, not. As you mentioned, Leighton Parker is now into this one. Finally off the bench, he averages 11 minutes on the year. Dixie State tried a half-court double team. Did not work. Blanche has got the ball across halfway. Rowell feeds over to Thomas. Thought about a three. Now feeds it back over to Rowell. Rowell going to get a screen there by Nottage. Nottage. Three. Pop. Yes. 
Clay Thompson style 76 57. The lead is up to 19. Under seven minutes left to go. Youngblood feeds over to Stain. Stain feeds it back over to Parker. Back over to Schofield. Youngblood over to Pope. And to turn the ball over there, no. Parker came right back up with it. Over to Youngblood, a good mid-range shot, no. Goes out of bounds, and the ball's gonna stay with the Trailblazers. Just can't buy a bucket here in the second half. That's that's really unfortunate for a Dixie State team that played their hearts and their guts out in the first half. Just can't buy a bucket here. We're seeing some of the backups come into the game for the Trailblazers, but the starters, the Lancasters are in. Cameron Gooden. Now gives off the stain, shot three. That's good. That's a little bit of a life there. Down by 16. Maybe Dixie State can make a run. 6.20 left to go. That's Stain's second three-pointer of the night. So again, the double team. Cameron Coon is going to get called for a foul, and Rowell is mad about it. He's like, yeah, that's a foul. <laughs> you can just tell in his body language. He's like, Ur! he's like, that's a foul. Call it. And I'm like, just chill out, just he chill He either out. wanted the foul or he wanted to dribble the clock out. One or the other. 6.17 left to go, 30 seconds on the clock. He'll be shooting from the free throw line. Their bonus and the plus. You got to wonder in this game, with Dixie down 16, with six minutes left, both teams in the bonus. Are they going to go with the old hack-a-shack method <laughs> every time down the court? Will we be here for another three hours, Martin? No, we will not. Rowell's going to knock down one of two. 17-point lead here. Dixie State with a little bit of life. Just a little bit. they got to take advantage of it. 6.15 left to go in the second half. Pope over to Gooden. Gooden got fouled by Gorjak Gok, and Gooden's going to go to the line. Told you, they got a little life. As Gok's going to sit down. I'll tell you what. If Dixie State can reverse the free throw line curse they've been held to all year long. Maybe they can slowly chip away back at this lead. Maybe, maybe mm. not. You got to time it out. You never know. 77-60. A, a lot of time in this le game left. Coach Judkins did kind of call off some of the dogs a few minutes ago. He's not waving the white flag yet. Not yet. If there's a little bit of life left back in this trailblazer offense, we will see in a matter of minutes. So if Gak is 6'11", how tall is that coach? 6'7"? Uh, Probably, probably, probably about my height. And I'm considered a giant. Yes, you are. Gooden from the free throw line. Again, we mentioned he is just above 73% on the year. He'll knock down one. 77-61. The 1-1 one, one free throw. Gooden. Knocks down the second. Down by 15. Dixie State now going to imply a full court pressure. Double team on Rowell. Pope trying to stay in front of him. Doesn't turn the ball over, but he does. Cameron Gooden's going to come up with it. Stole away from Thomas. Going to bring it down the court here. Gooden all the way to the bucket. Gets his shot blocked, but another foul is called, and he's going to go back to the line. Nonage with the foul. That is textbook full court press. They were almost at the eight second. They chucked it ahead, and then Cam Gooden came right behind Elijah Thomas and got the steal. Cam Gooden also tried to go one on four, but got the foul. Bonus and the plus here for Dixie State. Gooden knocks down the second here. Just under six minutes left to go. This may not be totally interesting, but life is back in the Trailblazers. He's the guy for Dixie State at the line that you want. 
in this situation. 77-64 again, the double team, full court pressure. Thomas going to be looking at another turnover there. Dixie State is going to come up with it. Stain comes up with it. And the foul is going to be called against Thomas. Thomas. Stain to the line. Stain is going to go to the line. 547 left to go. 77-64. Reminds me a little bit of what North Carolina State did in the 1982 National Championship. Just foul and try to get as many free throws as you can. That's what I was saying, Martin. (laughs) We've been... The past five minutes of the broadcast, they haven't even progressed about 40 seconds in the game. Carbone's going to come back into it. Frank Stain with 16 points tonight. Missed the first free throw attempt. Thomas is going to sit down. He looks frustrated. Stain shoots 61%. And knocks down the second. 77-65 again, the double team. Lancers are being pressured. That's Armstrong, three, no. Rebounded there by the by the Trailblazers. Gooden's going to bring it down. 5.30 left to go. A little bit of life. Down by 12. Rowell, Gooden, ah, uh, no. Rebounded there by the Lancers. Nottage. Ooh, almost a steal there. Almost a steal there. Rowell almost turned it over. 5.15 left to go. We're slowing it down, slowing it down. Dixie State still has time. They're only down by 12. Need a stop here. Rowell kicks it out. Armstrong. Pop. Yes. And that's probably why he wears 11. He thinks of himself as Clay Thompson. Armstrong missed that wide open three last time down the court. Wasn't going to miss from the same spot twice in a row. That's Malik Davis is going to get called for a foul, and Hunter Schofield is going to go to the line, and Dixie State is going to go back to the free throw line. Has a chance to knock it down to 13. 44% from three for Cal Baptist. Even if Dixie State played the perfect game they could, I don't know if they would be winning this one. 52%, 53% on the year for Hunter Schofield at the free throw line. Knocks down the first. And it was a one-on-one. That was it. We'll take it. It will take the ball and that's thrown our way. Actually, no, it was two for two. Apologies. 80 to 67 as Nottage kicks back out to Armstrong. No off the rim. It's Malik Davis going to come up with it. Davis for the Lancers. Under 4.30 left to go. That timeout is going to be taken. And I believe we've reached the immediate timeout. I believe it's a full-minute timeout. It is. We'll take the full-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie. Be right back with more coverage between California Baptist and Dixie State here on Radio Dixie, 91.3. Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Coming out of the timeout here. We'll catch you guys up here. It's Dixie State. Going to get a turnover here. They'll keep the ball. They're down by 13. Gooding's going to do a little sidestep. No, miss it. Left it off the rim. 80 to 67. Four minutes left to go here in the second half. Dixie State down by 13. Both teams in the bonus plus. 
because we're getting towards the end of this one between both the Trailblazers and the Lancers. Good and missed two possessions back-to-back. I know he's killing himself for that. Could have cut the lead down to nine. That's a foul that's going to be called against Isaiah Pulp. And Armstrong's going to shoot three free throw attempts. So we've now reached the, two, the true media timeout. We already took a timeout here. We'll keep it right here between Dixie State and California Baptist. But how big is it to foul someone when you're on the bonus plus? It's not even a shooting shot. Nonetheless, you're going to go to the free throw line for just that. It's pretty big, and it's huge if you're behind in this ballgame like the Trailblazers are. 13 points is the deficit. We're watching some of the commercials here. Don't forget to wear your mask six feet apart. COVID-19 pandemic is a real deal. It's not a joke. I've known a couple people to get COVID-19. I've known a couple people to die from COVID-19. Wear your mask. Protect everybody else. It's a big thing, isn't it, Jacob? It's 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 such a like, like when we like look back at like history when like people had the Spanish flu, we're like, nah, there's no way that's ever gonna happen again in our ever in a man's history. Well, we're in a situation ourselves. Well, you can look at the numbers, but this, the coronavirus isn't really comparable to those kind of flus. But none the nonetheless, people are still dying, and it's respectful if you have your mask on around people who want you to have your mask on. As they're showing more commercials here, we want to thank Ken Gar Sport Lincoln dealership here at Radio Dixie 9.3, sponsoring the sports here at Radio Dixie 9.3. We're going to have more sports on the year. Jacob, we were asked by CEC, the TV company here, the TV yes, station at Dixie State University, to call some baseball, some softball, some soccer games. You're signed up to call a couple baseball and softball games. Yes, I am. Those are in February. I know our good friend James Guerin is going to be announcing some volleyball games coming up here real soon as well. I'll have to do one of those games with him. And me and you will have to do some sort of game together, whether it be be softball, baseball, whatever. We'll have to let you all know. We're going to be calling football games as well. I'm going to get you on a football broadcast as well. we got to call Trailblazer football. It's going to be a fun six-game schedule. They actually started their uh, practices this morning, official practice this morning. They practice. Can, can you imagine this as Armstrong is going to attempt free throw attempts? He knocks down one. He's going to knock down the second. Two for two at the line. Jacob, can you imagine football practice at 6 o'clock in the morning? you got to wake up at 5 to get to the building and be ready. Can I imagine? I've been through <laughs> it, man. I've been through it. I've been through those as well. Stain's going to come over to rebound. Isaiah Pulp attempted a three-point shot. Stain's going to attempt it himself, but the Lancers are going to come over to rebound themselves. Rowell's going to bring it down. Three minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the second half. 82-67 is the lead for the Lancers. So fill me in on that football schedule. When's our first game? Our first game is February 27th at Tarleton State. The next week after that, the first week of March, one week before spring break, we'll, we will be at uh, we're going to be at New Mexico State. Then the week after that, during spring break, during that week, we are going to be home against Tarleton State. Then the week after that, the third week of March, we're going to be on the road at Kenshaw State. And then we're going to come back for the last week of March and the first week of April to match up against Fort Lewis and then New Mexico Highlands. Then the team's going to have a bit of a break here. As Nottage is at, excuse me, it's Trey Armstrong at the line here, 83-67. And then in the fall, 11 games, they'll do it all over again, two seasons in one year. 
Can you imagine playing two seasons in one year on a football season? Memorizing the entire spring schedule off the top of his head. Martin Kelly for you folks. Hey, you know, it's my job. I got to keep up with the sports here at Dixie State. Schofield now has the ball in here for the Trailblazers. Oh, does a little double move like the shaking bake, like the dream himself. Hakeem Olajuwon just could not knock it down. 84-67 as Wade was, excuse me, Carbone was fouled. And we'll go to the free throw line. Just under three minutes left to go. That little shaking bait, that little dream move by Hakeem Olajuwon. Hunter Scope, you try to copy it. It's basically, you, it's basically the, the forwards like version of like the Euro step. That's basically their type of version of that move. Yeah, you, you're in the post. You select the pivot foot, move one foot down close to the basket, turn around to the other side. Scoop that sucker in, skyhook style. The forward position, the forward, um, it's the forwards version of the Euro step. Forwards wish they could do the Euro step. I wish I could do the Euro step. I'm not that good at it, but I can pull it up a couple times as Molivia is going to try to attempt three. No, it's going to drive the sideline. No, missed it. Scopio is going to come back up with it, puts it off the glass. It's good. 86 69. 230 left to go in the second half. I'd love to see you do a Euro step. I'll show you one day I'll do it. I can show I can show you that I can do a Euro step. I can do it. It's not for perfect, but I can do it. Rowell. Just taking time, trying to get Gooden to foul yeah. him. He's just trying to take his time here. 215 left to go. Under five seconds on the shot clock. Nonis three. No. Rebound there by Gooden. He got fouled. And Gooden's gonna go attempt free throw attempts. I right, listen. Shoot come off. As the shoe comes off in the middle of the game, that always annoys me when your shoe comes off, even if we have tied on. Like, how does your shoe come off when it's tied on? It gets, you get part of it stepped. You get the back of it stepped on while you're running. All right, good we've, point. We've seen those clips in the NBA where a guy's shoe comes off, an opposing player just chucks the shoe as far as they can. But I must say, them red and white Nike shoes, them, those are not the high tops. They're the short tops, but they are very stylish, I must say. I do like it when it's like, I do like the white and red combination. I'm always a fan of those shoes. You do. I think I think in college basketball, you want to have some nice, a nice pair of sneakers, but you almost don't want to have too nice a pair of sneakers. you got to stick within your team's limits. Gooden's going to knock down the second here, two for two. Timeout taken by the Trailblazers here. We're going to keep it right here. 208 left to go. 86-71. A little life left. 15 points. Dixie State has been near the 20-point mark, but they have not allowed California Baptist to get over the 20-point mark. So we got to tip the hat to Dixie State. It may not be the true official where you're down by five or down by four. You have a shot to win. But being down by 15, being down by 14, when you're still fighting, when you're still giving all you got, not willing to get blown out, that you can tip your hat over to the Trailblazers for that. Absolutely. Anytime you're in a situation where you've kind of realized the game's out of reach, it's still really important. Play from start to finish. Play the rest of the clock. As long as it's not 0-0 on that scoreboard, Give it 100%. Your coach is going to notice that, and you might get more minutes in the next game. Alert from the NBA. A blowout is in effect. The Utah Jazz are blowing the Mavericks out of the door. 39-16. to 16. Ten minutes left to go in the second half. Good Lord, Jacob, what has happened to the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks? We get back to action here with Rowell pushing it in. Armstrong. 
We're going to have to talk about that on our podcast. Well, jazz fans know that they're, they've gotten off to a good start this year, and then Mavericks fans know that they've gotten off to the opposite. Not a really great start this year for the Mavericks. 145 of the goal here between the Lancers and the Trailblazers of California Baptist and Dixie State. Armstrong has it here. Got fouled. No, shot it up. And a shot clock violation. One minute and 38 seconds. Lancers are just trying to drive some time off. As I mentioned it, again with the Jazz, 10-game win streak, Whoa. including a win over the Jazz, including a win over the Rockets, including a win over the Nuggets. They play some good teams. They play some bad teams, including a win over the Knicks, a revenge win, as Gooden's going to bring it down here. We talk a little Jazz basketball. Apologize. I just like talking about it. Bolivia, three-pointer left side. No good. Rebounded there by the Lancers. 125 left to go, 86-71. Not a Jazz fan, but nonetheless want to root for the local teams because it's fun to root for those local teams as Carbone thought about taking a three. You know, on that previous possession, Trey Armstrong chucked up a one-handed three-pointer off of one leg, went out of bounds. You know he has the green light from Coach if he does that. 105 left to go here as Nottage, a little sky hook, no good there. Rebounded by Nichols, pushes it back in. Stane's going to push it over to Bolivia. Bolivia pushes over to Gooden. Gooden shoots a three. Yes. 86-74. Just under a minute left to go. 12-point lead. And I will use this time to plug a shameless plug for the Coin Flip Podcast. It's done by these two knucklehead college kids named Martin Kelly and Jacob Zimmerman. Every week on Saturdays at noon, we podcast it. We put it up. And now, Jacob... We can mention it to the fan base here. Let's hope they listen to us. We got a YouTube page, and we put up our first episode last week. Already 10 views. I'll say that. That's that's, that's good numbers in my eyes. It's like getting 10 million views. But nonetheless, <laughs> 10 views, our first episode. We got more coming on the way with the Coin Flip Podcast, don't we? Our first episode up on YouTube, but we've been doing this podcast for, for about a year, year and a half. We've been doing it for almost two years. Two years you and I have been talking to each other. So we are no strangers to this sort of combination mean you got going here. But we talk NBA, we talk NFL, we even talk about some Dixie sports. We well. love talking about Dixie sports. We were on with Michael Santascoy last week talking about Dixie State football, Dixie State volleyball, Dixie State soccer. We were talking about how these teams are going to have great years. It is fun to have athletics at Dixie State University. Regardless if they win or not, I will say this from the bottom of my heart. I will always root for Dixie State Athletics because they're my favorite team. They're my favorite college right now. They are my college. I will root for them no matter what. How about you? I couldn't say it any better, man. Hey, there you go. Back to action here. Just under 50 seconds left to go in the second half. 86-74. Wade. Over to Nottage. Over to Rowell. Double team. Brock Gilbert's going to come into the game for the first time. For Dixie State. Lane Parker's in the game as well. Excuse me, uh, Brock Hatch, as obviously it's all the subs, including Trevin Alfrey is. Whew. Ty Rowell. Ty Rowell. Ty Rowell with that three pointer. It was beauty. Bolivia feeds it over to Nichols. Nichols feeds it over to Alfrey. Alfrey three pointer. No good. And they're just going to run out of the clock here. Dixie State is going to extend their losing streak to seven. Dixie State will fall four and eight on the year. The Lancers, the California Baptist, they'll move to eight and four on the year. The opposite of both streaks. The Lancers will continue their win streak to five. Dixie State will continue their losing streak 
to seven. We're going to take a quick two-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie Island Point 3. We're going to wrap it up with the Radio Dixie Island Point 3 post-game show. We're going to provide a play of the game, player of the game, brought to you by Ken Garth's Ford Lincoln dealership. We'll break down this entire game from first half to second half. We'll tell you why Dixie State didn't win this game. That's all coming up here in two minutes on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Ken Garth Ford, Lincoln, post-game show here on Radio Dixie 901.3. Dixie State falls again in this one. Seven-game losing streak for the Trailblazers. One of the worst ones they've had in school history. I'll extend. 89-74 is the win here for California Baptist over Dixie State. 15-point win for the Lancers. Except Brian being, being here with my best friend. Was gonna leave me behind school. Nonetheless, I'm just kidding with him. I'm just kidding with him. Radio Nick Sound Point 3 post game show here. Jacob, what did we see in this loss and why did Dixie State lose? Hmm. You know, I think Dixie State, I don't wanna say they come in with a losing mindset, but I feel like they are very aware when they are not favored in ball games. And so, it was close the whole way, but it just felt like they weren't really that close. And then when the second half opened up, teams made their adjustments. It it just didn't work out for Dixie State. I mean, they put up 35 in the first half, all the way to 74, but it was really the points allowed, the points that they give they gave up. They gave up 41, I believe, in the first half, and now 89 total in the ball game for college hoops. That's a pretty good amount. You're not going to win too many of those games, giving up 89. First half, Dixie State was efficient, was scoring 35 points. They were shooting the ball 45% from the field. They were shooting terribly 11% behind the three-point line, but two of two from the free throw line, it was 100%. They had 10 turnovers, excuse me, they had 10 assists, six turnovers, and only 18 rebounds. They were playing with them, but in the second half, it just turned around. They didn't have more, they had more assists, but they didn't have more turnovers, but when you get charged calls and, and fouls that called against you over and over and over again, 39 points was their total in the second half. They could not pull out of the hole. They shot more three-pointers but could not close the gap in free throws, 13 to 17 again. Dixie State shot pretty good, 79% from the free throw line. That was their best of the season so far. But the Lancers were just so much better, and they just knew how to play better. You know, they sure did shoot well from the free throw line. Uh, 79%. 15 of 19 as these last few stats are coming in updating. The rebound margin, the free throw things, a lot of my keys to the game, they didn't do too bad. The rebounds, they could have done a little bit better there in the second half. Not sure what the math is. They had 18 in the first half, 34 total in the game. But looking at some of my keys... Another one I talked about was Cam Gooden's efficiency. Now, Cam Gooden, 5 of 14 from the field. He was 6 of 8 from the line, but 5 of 14. Early off, he started off pretty hot. But then as 
as the second half went along, he was the guy the team had to look forward to. No one else had it going, and he just couldn't get the efficiency there. Dixie State again is going to lose. Oh, they're going to extend their losing streak to seven. They've had games where it's really close. They just missed the mark. They've had games where it's a complete and total blowout. Dixie State has been up and down all season long. They started off the season 4-0. and Excuse me. They started the season 3-0 and with good two wins over two D1 schools over the University of Denver and North Dakota. It looked like it was going to be on a good win streak. We were going to get our legs under us. And then the wheels have just been falling apart here. They stay 0-5 in the conference. They are is Dixie how much how much more does Dixie State have to go until they catch up with a D1 talent? It's going to take them a few years. I mean, this is our first season in D1. The adjustment is still there. It's a few years before we can even play postseason basketball, have a shot at the big dance. But I think it's going to be a few years. Some of these teams have just been around for too long in this division, and we just got to work our way up. Pay our respects. 17 for Gooden, 17 for Stain, 23 for Schofield. They all played more than 30 minutes. Youngblood gave you 21, but he only gave you three points. Green played 15, he only gave you eight. And Pulp played 25 minutes, he only gave you two. Again, a tough shooting night from the three-point line. Dixie State has not been able to figure out any of their faults in the three-point shooting category. They've been trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. They just could not get it. Nine May threes on nearly 33 attempts. That's not going to cut it, is it, Jacob? It's not. A key player I'm looking at in the Dixie State box score, Jacob Nichols, only had four points tonight. He averages near 10 on the season. He's, as I mentioned, the most efficient player on the Dixie State team, averages 49, 44, and 59 splits from the field but Nichols tonight only shot two shots I don't know if that's him not being aggressive I think that's the fact that he's just not a ball handler the offense comes to him some nights he's on some nights he's off but two shots from your second best player in my opinion that's that's not a recipe for a win also for looking at some of the other stats here California Baptist shot 51% from the field 42% behind a three-point line 13 of 31 they knew how to get those shots down 76% behind the free throw line. They had 13 turnovers total in this game. Points off of turnovers, they had 14. Total rebounds was 39 to 34 in favor of the Lancers. Defensive rebounds, they had 32. Offensive rebounds, Dixie State had more offensive rebounds. They just couldn't get the buckets. The big stat for me, though, bench points, points in the paint. Dixie State got out of muscled again. They could not keep up with those stats right there, and they just – they. They just got outplayed down where it was where it was important. Couldn't say it any better myself. Looking at the rest of these stats, I thought it was pretty good how Dixie State had eight steals in this ball game. That definitely went under the radar. Cam Gooden had a few of those just all over the court. I like to see the hustle. There was that play that we mentioned where it was at the beginning. I forget who it was. But a player on Dixie State, a player on Cal Baptist, both went crashing in to the stuff they have on the sideline, protecting them from the real stands. And that hustle right off the bat was what set the tone and had Dixie State in this game. And we didn't quite see that same enthusiasm, that same willingness to win in the second half. All righty, then. Let's talk about the King Guards Ford Lincoln dealership. Plus, teen and eight, three assists in there. He did have five turnovers, but they, they weren't really 
very impactful turnovers. But in that 25 minutes, Thomas was the player of the game. All right, that's your player of the game and play of the game here on Radio Dixie 9.3. He's going to wrap up the postgame show here for you. Please tune in tomorrow as we'll have the same matchup between Dixie State and California Baptist here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information on Dixie State Athletics, DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to Radio Dixie 91.3.